Why do we give up? Others don't. Or why do we persist or not? What makes us stand firm? Okay, it starts in childhood, right there. But before we get started and perhaps drag back into childhood memories, let's do the intro. Welcome to Hypno Running, the show where we do more than just talk about running. We help you find solutions to develop your full potential, making you a better, faster, and smarter runner. And here is your host, Heiko. Okay, think back. As a kid, tell me, did you run? And I mean, not just when you heard the ice cream truck come by or Friday's last lesson, finally school is over, let me get out of this place. I mean, did you run as in go for a run? Just think back for a second. What was, or sorry, what, what is your first run experience that you can remember? When did you actually run? Now, for many of us, it might have been, I mean, this is, this is my moment. I remember being at school. And it was some kind of event. And I wanted to run next to a group of, it was older students. And they were running around the track. Don't ask me the distance which they were doing. But I think I wanted to cheer one of them on whom I knew. And, you know, as a kid, you, you're standing there and they're coming around the corner. And you start to run next to them. You want to shout something. Well, forget about the shouting, but I just remember how fast they came past me. And these runners, they had already been running for quite some time. <laughs> I, 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 again, I don't remember the distance. I was a kid. But for me, it was strange that how could they still be running so much faster than I? I mean, wasn't I supposed to be faster? Obviously, I should because I was standing the whole time. And I just started running, and they had been for running, I don't know, ages? <laughs> so how could this be? Well, th this is my first memory. Why were they so fast, and why couldn't I keep up? <laughs> then, ouch, side stitches, you know, are they immune to that? You know, what's happening here? The thoughts complete me, uh, these thoughts I'm mentioning to you now, they, I remember them overwhelming me. And that's what happens with so many, you know, it, it happened with me, and then, and uh, this actually enticed me to get more into running. I then asked my uncle, and he explained something about second breath, pace, and I didn't get it all. But then once I got selected at high school, the, the whole running thing, it became, uh, it st slowly it, it started to make sense. Where others taught me, or I was open to, to advice, you know, and where the possibility to run a certain time, it wasn't questioned, it was just something you did, or I did. Now, back to you. How old were you when you ran the first time? Maybe your older brother or younger sister. Or someone got a bicycle and you ran alongside. You remember that? <laughs> and suddenly, there's that, there's that out-of-breath situation, that moment in time when you realize, oh, I think I need to stop. <laughs> or where your parent, hey, maybe you were fortunate enough to have a parent that enjoyed running or took part in a run and you, you, the, your, your mum or your dad was running the event and you were waiting just before the finish line. And then as mum or dad showed up around the last corner and you thought they would be slow enough so that you could run alongside them and cross the finish line, but you realized, my goodness, again, I can't keep up. They're running so fast. <laughs> you couldn't keep up. 
And, and that mindset, that change of the image you have in your mind where you realize that, hang on, it's not got to do with um, that I can't do this. It means there, there are some steps. There's obviously different training levels. There are different skill levels. And that's what determines where your own story develops or in which way it, it went. See, we all know this. It's not about intention, but the direction that gets us to where we want to be. And, and the mindset helps us stay on the, on the way. And I need to quote someone today who did some great studies on this topic, Carol Dweck. And, and in, in her research on, on different mindsets, she was a psychologist, a very famous one. And she found that praising children for fixed traits, for example, being a smart kid, actually it can decrease motivation and persistence in the future. <laughs> Just listen to a couple of balloons pop right there, bubbles bursting, boop, 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 what? <laughs> yep. Uh, Dweck is actually known for her pioneering work on mindset. And one of her quotes that really stuck with me is this one. And I'm quoting here. Um, if parents want to give their child a gift, the best thing they can do is to teach their children to love challenges, to be intrigued by mistakes, to enjoy effort and to keep on learning. That way, their children don't have to be slaves of praise. They will have a lifelong way to build and repair their own confidence. Wow. <laughs> now I realize you're not a child anymore. That's not the point. Point is what the psychologist published years back is what some of us need to hear today. You know, she had published a lot of work and whilst today you might have heard it through some YouTube motivational speaker, she's actually the source. Well, it's, it's worthwhile to dive into her work and to get acquainted with, with some of it. It makes for excellent reading and even if your mind is currently in, a, in an excellent place and, and all that. Um, referring to a coach that, that really knew how to reach and excel the athletes to do their best, um, again, I'm quoting you, he didn't ask for mistake-free games uh, in basketball. And he didn't demand that his players never lose. He asked for full preparation and full effort from them. Did I win? Did I lose? Those are the wrong questions. The correct question is, this is it now, listen to this. Did I make my best effort? If so, you may be outscored, but you will never, ever lose. That comes from the, the new psychology of success mindset, Carol Dweck. This type of praise, now she, she not only believed that, but she also did studies on this. Um, it causes people to develop what is known as a, as a fixed mindset. Basically, did I win or did I lose? You know, people with this mindset believe that personal characteristics are, are inborn and unchanging. They think that people are either, you know, clever or not so clever, good at something or not so good at something, natural runners or not natural runners. Um, swimmers or not swimmers. <laughs> did, did you ever think something along those lines yeah of course you did perhaps not because you were the the last to be picked by five aside but there have been events in our childhood that made us believe something weak is in us or where there was some belittling going on about ourselves and this unfortunately it stays with us even if it's not obvious today in in, in adult life the runner with a fixed mindset 
he believes that individual traits cannot change, no matter how much effort he's going to be putting into it. And a runner with a, uh, with a fixed mindset, he will believe that um, intelligence and talent, that they are static. And of course, a runner with a fixed mindset is going to avoid any challenge. Why? Why should I do a, why should I run a marathon? You know, I did one once, you know, why should I do it again? Well, to avoid failure, of course. And such a run is also, is also usually immune to feedback or suggestions. No, I don't need that. I don't, I don't need any book on, on running or I don't need any coaching advice. <laughs> but then also the fixed mindset runner feels very threatened by the success of others in the run club. And of course, they sometimes try to hide flaws because they don't, they don't want to be judged. Maybe right now as you're listening, you're just recording that friend who likes to talk about that race that he or she couldn't finish, that marathon where the man with a hammer came and spoilt it for her, <laughs> and now they are stuck still right there mentally, you know, especially with the pandemic, two years, no running, hardly any running, wow, you know, so the mindset is even more fixed. So how can you, if, if, if this is you, you know, how can you avoid developing this fixed mindset? So you should start with praise. And again, this is by, by Dweck. Um, and it's so great you listen to this podcast because I talk about this a lot, to praise yourself, to be proud with what you've done. You know, as long as you've taken the day out of, uh, the time out of your busy day and you went and you actually went for a run, half the battle is won. So instead of just focusing on the outcome, on the time, that 5K time, that 10K time, on whether you will success or fail, you know, to be the, the, the top five in your age group, you know, try to focus on, and I know it sounds corny, you know, that journey towards reaching your goal. It sounds like new age hippie, doesn't it? But you know what? It took you so many steps to get to that moment where you could hang that medal or you could finally get that finish his t-shirt or just the the glory of finishing a run which you before never thought possible and then you got to ask yourself you know of course what did you learn from the process you know remember the journey is just as important as as the outcome uh, running every day for a year it brought me a lot more than a, a one-time best time or a third place finish um, age group finish that is <laughs> um this this running for for many years actually already not just running every day for a year. Now, what actions have been the more effective and rewarding? So by assessing your efforts, you can fine tune your future actions, which will help you achieve better results. And and this it's whether you're trying to start with a 5k or you're going to do that marathon or do a multi-day run event or complete some other type of goal, your level of motivation and whether it keeps you in a strong, perseverant mindset, it plays a critical role in your overall success or failure. It's not the running shoes. We spend more time looking for that perfect running shoe or that perfect pair of running sunglasses or compression socks or that shortcut, that trick, that add on that additive, that mineral, that vitamin. <laughs> and in running, one of the easiest ways to achieve those rewarding experiences is by setting incremental goals. Incremental goals. 
I did my Thursday run. It's an incremental goal because what's going to happen is that dopamine is going to flow as a result of your brain's positive reinforcement every time you complete a step and meet a challenge. I did my Thursday workout. I did it. And if you've missed perhaps some of the previous podcasts, you know, here's how to get your dopamine flowing. Record, write down the small accomplishments. You know, it's a, it's a digital done list, you know, a to-do list, how you're chipping away at your goals. And it makes you feel like you're actually not only just making progress, but you, you're going to feel like, wow, something's really happening. And praising and recognizing the work and effort you put into your own training also increases dopamine, the pride you should take in it, the pleasure, and of course the increased feeling of your self-esteem, which is growing. They're all common reactions to being, hey, like getting a compliment, receiving positive feedback. Hey, so how about asking your spouse, your kids, someone to give you that occasional, well done. Or you can get an accountability coach. You should check that out on Fiverr. Enter my name, accountability coach. <laughs> um, this is because... And, and I see this so often if I, if I do this for someone I, where, I, where I step in as an accountability coach. Uh, the, the being praised, you know, it triggers the, the, that neurotransmitter that helps control the reward and pleasure center of the brain, as well as making you feel good. You know, that dopamine also contributes to innovative thinking. You got to think of where else can I fit in run during my day? Not I can't fit in more time to run, but where can I fit in more time? And creative problem solving will be at work. You know, these positive effects, they, they might be short-lived. Um, you need it on a regular basis, so get social support. And stay in task with, with certain run training sessions. Uh, this is so important. And deadlines. If it says a Cooper test, you need to do the Cooper test. You know, see to it that the big blocks, you don't move them. You, don't, you, don't, you respect them. You know, staying entirely focused on one task at a time will force you to go out and get the workout done. The more you do that, the more you'll see positive feedback via your workout getting done. And this again will increase your dopamine. If it says hills, do hills. Don't try to combine fartlek and perhaps it becomes a, a long run that includes a hill. No, hill repeats means hill repeats. Focus on how great you're going to feel when you turn the goal or, or when, you, when your run goal is reached. And, and this is, you can also check up on this, the, the University of Michigan, they found that results-driven, focus-motivated people, they complete their work. Now, I want to invite you, if this is something where you say, you know, the, the, the intrinsic motivation, feeling of interest and positive excitement, you know, it's, it's so much stronger than anxiety and boredom. I would invite you to just go to my website and try it. Try a free download, which you can get there. You're not going to get any spam. You're not going to get any, any like daily emails or something. No, it's, it's a free download. Just have a look there. And you can just select what is of interest to you. It's basically the, the, the balance, the weight shift you need to accomplish as a runner, whether you realize it or not. Most likely, you're using something called S. DT, that is the self-determination theory. That's why, you know, we as runners, the self-determination theory, there are two main points, competence and autonomy. And they're both seen as essential in a runner's ambition to seek out challenges, to be curious, to be interested, and, and to develop and express the capacities. You know, when, when, when these needs, when you support them, 
that intrinsic motivation that's going to happen. And if, if, if not, if there isn't curiosity, if there's no ambition to seek out a challenge, that's, that's when you're killing the intrinsic motivation. It can't come. If you're not interested and curious, if you're like, oh, well, I'm not even going to bother listening to a podcast. Why should I buy a book? You're going to be, don't, don't be surprised why suddenly there is no motivation there. And uh, th th there's something called the, the brain reward network. You know, the, the, the seeking system that's a spontaneous, it's an unconditioned behavior. And I'm quoting here. It's, it's generated that, makes, that, that takes animals to places actively and inquisitively where associated learning mechanisms allow them to develop knowledge structures. Wow. Wow. So brain reward network. Uh, for example, you know, the, the book Flow by the guy with the difficult name, Chiskitsensky or something, and he describes the flow state as the subjective experience of engaging just a manageable challenge by tackling a series of goals, continuously processing feedback about progress, and then adjusting action based on his feedback. Wow. So it means basically, you know, just tackling something that is just there. You can just make it, but constantly pinging it. Am I growing against this? You know, it means runtime for distance cover. Is the improvement? Is my heart rate, my resting pulse? Am I keeping fit or am I building endurance? So, my dear runner, perseverance, grid, steadfastness, tenacity. It all orig or <laughs> originates or it stems from your passion, your interest, and your purpose. You don't need to buy a new pair of running shoes. You don't need those fancy run glasses. You need interest, and you need a purpose. Each and every one of us, we have the potential to grow and find leverage to build grit. And the best thing that you can do right now after listening to this podcast, except for go for a run, is ask yourself, in 10 years' time, in regard to your health, your running, what do you want to look back on? Your accomplishments. And those that persist, they know the answers to that. Those that don't, <laughs> they wave in their goal. If you don't know what you want to be looking back on, <laughs> give it a thought. You will find the leverage right there in the answer of the, of the question. I want to finish off with a fantastic quote here again by Carol Dweck um, from a book, The New Psychology of Success. No matter what your ability is, effort is what ignites that ability and turns it into accomplishment. Wow, effort. That's it. Ha. So ask yourself in 10 years from now, what do you want to look back on? Hey, my name is Heiko. Thanks for listening. Do give the show a share with someone you think who you need to hear this. God bless you. And remember, take it easy.